Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision, New Vision, covering the whole world. Welcome to Love Notes once again. This is Hilary Joseph by Nimijisha, Dr. Love of the New Vision. I do my column on Thursdays and Saturdays. This Love Notes is a podcast that runs starts starting Friday and going through the week. We are now in coronavirus days and some listeners asked me to address this issue of coronavirus. As I talk, the president has already announced stand measures, schools closed, public gatherings closed, and other measures like that. It's sort of shut down. This almost means and yet we don't have a virus. Now, if a virus comes, there will be a review of these measures. So what will happen is that if you look at the example of Italy or Iran or these other countries, what will happen? What happened is that they actually, even China, they closed off entire cities to stop the virus from being transmittable. So I am going to imagine that we have the virus and they have closed off for two weeks. I am going to imagine this because it has an impact on family, it has an impact on relationship, it has an impact on marriages. So I want you to imagine they've closed off the town. You are supposed to stay inside your home. You are with your wife or your husband and the children. And you are going to be with those people for two weeks. It could be a good idea. I mean, a happy thing to be for many couples who love each other, who are lovey-dovey, who are newlywed. They would want more time with each other, uninterrupted by work or business. And that is what is expected of good marriages and good relationships. But unfortunately, this is not what describes marriages in many cases. And I'm sure some of you are imagining, what do I do with my wife for two weeks non-stop? What do I do with my husband for two weeks non-stop? So I'm going to address that and I remove the, the, the children bit and then we decide what do we do when we are together. For some couples, it's really not good news. They don't know how to be with each other. First of all, they themselves have not been home for that long, non-stop, in a long time. Secondly, many couples live a life of lies. That close interaction non-stop for a long time might expose some of the untruths they have been feeding the marriage on and they are caught. Others will find it difficult not to annoy each other and they will have days of sulking and sometimes maybe bad words, regrettable words. Others have got side dishes. Now those side dishes are going also to hold out for two weeks and maybe they will think the side dish is cheating or the side dish will be too lonely and will make a call 
and all those can disorganize an ambience of a couple that is trying to make it work. But aside from that, today I want to address couples who are imagining that it would be very difficult to spend two weeks together in the same room as husband and wife. Okay, you might have children. Fine, children actually may liven up your life, but they are also a difficult, a difficult constituency to please or to keep happy with all the time. And now when you put in children and you make it family, you make it two amorphous. Now I'm going to assume other factors constant and talk about the couple together. And I'm going to assume that this couple is scared. One, two, three, four, up to 14 days, they are together. So there is a lot of ice in between. There is a lot of scare. There is a lot of fear that things will go wrong. So this is what we can do. First of all, the first strategy is to believe that this is an opportunity to repair the relationship that somehow went off the track to a level where you are very happy alone or you are very happy to limit your interactions together. These are couples who, when they come back in the evening or early in the morning before they disperse to work, they, they find it difficult to interact as lovers. So now you're going to expose them. They have already been failing those few hours. You're going to expose them to a long time. What is going to happen? There is a lot of ice. How do you break this ice? The first strategy is to believe that this is an opportunity to break the ice. Because belief underlies all motivations to make it work. Belief means that you can't easily be discouraged by attempts to make it work that have failed. But that is easy to do, belief. Secondly, how do you break the ice? Usually, it begins by starting a conversation. But you know, starting a conversation with a person who is not playing the same game is difficult. It ends up being like an interrogation. You ask a question, they respond one answer. Question, one word. Question, one word. It becomes an interrogation. But suggest icebreakers, which are available in the community. You can play games, you can play cards. And in cards, you have a lot of opportunities to laugh, opportunities to comment on each other, be positive in comments, play drafts, play chess play Ludo, play all those games. You can actually go back to your old albums and check old pictures and try to bring back the memories. By the end of some time, you'll see the conversation starting. You can actually even identify some chores to do together. You can decide to clean up the wardrobe, rearrange clothes. You can wash dishes together. You can cook together. It's a good idea. You can mop together, you can rearrange the whole house together. But remember that those are not jobs that are supposed to be completed. Let a person stop where they feel tired. They are jobs that are supposed to do bonding, supposed to bring you together, 
not supposed to be done like an assignment because our aim is to break the ice. Now, in the process, be courteous. Use the opportunity to be close to each other, bypass each other, touch each other, rub against each other as you bypass each other. Does that breaks the ice? In fact, if you can pretend there's an accident, something in your eye, ask your partner to pick it out, that brings you close to them. By the end of the day, if the day fails, the second day, you have broken the ice, you have started the conversation. Now remember that many things can go wrong, but do not get annoyed. Be a person on a mission to break the ice. Don't take things, don't be very sensitive. Concentrate on returning the conversation to the relationship. Concentrate on the ambience. Of course, the thing that remains at the back of our mind is sex. When couples are together, they are going to have a lot of sex. It's not what you think. It depends on the communication. It depends on the love. It depends on who they are to each other and what has caused them to be so uh, that way to each other, hostile to each other. So if this ambience brings you back to the bed together and then you are confronting a sex opportunity, what, how do you handle that sex? Because I can tell you a few things that can go wrong. One, if you have not been having fulfilling sex, it will still be unfulfilling unless you change taking advantage of this time. I think that is something we are going to handle tomorrow, next week, in this same love notes. How do you make sex interesting? In a situation where you are shut up together with a spouse with whom you have perennial or protracted conflict. But you have already broken the ice. You are now talking. You have gravitated to the bedroom. In the next podcast, we are going to explore ways in which this sex can be interesting. I am sure it's going to be an interesting subject. Otherwise, I remain Hilary Joseph by Nemijisha, Dr. Love of the New Vision. In the new v- newspaper, catch me on Thursdays and Saturdays. And on podcast, we post it every Friday. Feel free to download it and also to comment on the other subjects that we should talk about. I wish you safety during this coronavirus. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the New Vision Podcast. The New Vision.